This is ASUONU. My name is Ryan Wynn, and I'm the Emerald's podcast editor and former ASUO reporter. Today, we're going to be talking about the Department Finance Committee. Welcome to our sixth episode of ASUONU, and today I have... Janelle Bond from the ASUO Department Finance Committee. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Midterms are keeping me busy. How about you? Oh, definitely. Week five is always a crazy one. (laughs) So today we're talking about the Department Finance Committee. And could you explain your role on that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the chair of the Department Finance Committee this year. Melissa Liu is our vice chair as well. And the Department Finance Committee is a finance committee on the ASUO that's responsible for allocating a portion of the overall incidental fee funds that students pay into each term. And we allocate those funds to various departments such as the Accessible Education Center, Campus Zero Waste, the Women's Center, Oregon Athletic Bands, and several others. Could you explain just a little briefly for the listeners who may not know what the IFE is, what the incidental fee is? Yes, absolutely. So each term, every student at the University of Oregon um, pays a fee. It's called the incidental fee. And that fee directly goes um, to the ASUO for student leaders to allocate to various um, organizations and departments across campus. So the Programs Finance Committee allocates it to student groups. Department Finance Committee, my committee, allocates it to various departments. There's also the EMU board um, for different um, aspects of the EMU, different services, as well as the Athletic Contracts and Finance Committee, um, which allocates the IFE funds to different contracts and services such as the bus, um, as well as athletics to pay for student tickets. Okay, so you mentioned that some of the departments that y'all manage are like the Women's Center, but I was just wondering what exactly a department is, if that makes sense. Yeah, so a department, um, it's similar in the sense to a student group. However, it's much larger and usually includes um, a professional staff person. Um, most of the departments are housed within the EMU, so they're just larger organizations or services on campus um, that really help students get a good experience here at the university. Um, so for example, the Women's Center, um, it's very accessible, it's within the EMU, and they have professional staff people that help provide services and host events for students. Okay. So what kind of work does DFC, just to go back on it a little bit, what kind of work does DFC do with these groups groups like on the day-to-day basis, if that makes sense? Yeah. So each member of the Department Finance Committee has two or three of their departments um, that they are tags for. And a tag is just a point of contact on the committee that the department can reach out to with any questions, concerns, or for help with their budget or the budget process. So my tags that I personally reach out to, um, I connect with via email. We meet in person um, prior to the budget process, as well as during the budget process and during budget hearings. And we help these departments understand the budget process, the breakdown and necessity of different forms, um, as well as different ways they can hopefully decrease their budget um, so that we can spread those IFE dollars as far as possible across campus. Would you say that managing the budgets of these groups and helping them work through it. Is that the main part of your job or are there other things as well that come into it? Yes, I would definitely say that as a member of the Department Finance Committee, the main aspect um, of a position on the committee is financial work and helping these departments um, to go through the budget process, feel comfortable with the process, as well as we can help them allocate these dollars in the best way possible that's going to benefit students. Okay. 
So going back to the idea of tags, who are these students who are on DFC in the first place? Like, how many members are there? How long do they serve? Stuff like that. Does that make sense? So there are six total members on the Department Finance Committee. Um, two of those Department Finance Committee members also serve on the Student Senate. So myself, as an example, I'm Senate Seat 10. And Abdullah Ashabana, he's Senate Seat 9. And we both also represent the Department Finance Committee on the Senate. Um, Ethan Faust, Ugo Agabike, Melissa Liu, um, and Lucas Schnell are also members of the Department Finance Committee. Um, several of those are just Department Finance Committee members at large. And there's also one um, exec designee who's appointed to the committee by the executive board of the ASUO. How long do these members serve for? So there are various term lengths. Um, the exec designee serves a term of one year. So they would serve for the year that um, the same term as the executive board that appointed them. My seat when I ran through the election process um, was a two-year seat. You can also run for one-year seats as well. So it varies by the position, and that's a great way to keep the committee um, changing and getting fresh faces and perspectives while also keeping some consistency through those members that have the two-year seats so they can help carry on that knowledge and keep it consistent over the years. Yeah, and going back to this other idea that you mentioned of the budget season, Mm -hmm. so when is the budget season exactly? Does it align with the school year or...? Yeah, so the way that the budget um, season works and the budget breakdown is that for the Department Finance Committee, um, we have all of our departments submit what's called a benchmark memo to us, and that is submitted to us by October 12th of this year, so 2018. And so the benchmark memo just helps the committee to gain a better understanding um, of the issues and the types of funding changes that will be proposed during the upcoming budget hearings and budget cycle. After you review the benchmark memos, then departments submit a budget proposal That budget proposal is due on November 9th of 2018, so roughly a month later. And that budget proposal goes more into depth about the different line items, the exact dollar amounts, and what those dollars will be used for, and how many students they'll be able to serve and what type of events. Could you go back to the idea of a benchmark memo? What does that mean exactly? What does that look like on paper? Right. If I were to be holding one in my hands right now. Yeah, so they're submitted online through OrgSync, and a benchmark memo essentially says... Here's how much money that we think we'll be requesting during the budget process this year, This year, excuse me, and this is why that we think we will need that amount of money. And so then they can go into greater detail within their actual budget proposal, and they can expand on that benchmark and let us know exactly how many dollars they'll be requesting and what those dollars will be used for. It, to me, sounds like kind of rough draft for yes. the budget proposal. That's accurate then? Exactly, yes. Consider the benchmark as a rough draft of their final budget proposal. And the benchmark just helps give the finance committees, as well as the student senate, the ASUO president, and the board of trustees, just a better idea of what's going on and what we can expect from groups during the budget process. And you may have mentioned this already, but when is the budget proposal submitted? When, like the school year would that be? Yeah, so the budget proposals are due um, on November 9th of 2018, and then we host budget hearings. We host one hearing with each department where we go really into depth with them in person about their budget proposal, and those take place during November, December, and January, so the end of 2018 and the beginning of 2019. And then once we've conducted all of those budget hearings, get a better idea of what the groups are looking for and how we can best allocate funds to them, um, The entire Student Senate, as well as the Finance Committees, meet in February. Um, They approve to pass the budget as it has been allocated by the Finance Committees. And once it's approved by the Student Senate, it must be approved by the ASUO president. And from there, it's approved finally by the Board of Trustees. Okay, okay. 
So to me, it sounds like after this final draft by these departments are submitted, um, DFC meets with these groups to sort of talk about what each group wants. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. We talk about um, we talk with each department about their wants and needs, what they'll be using the funds for. If there are any areas we think that they should allocate more funds to or decrease funds, um, kind of what we'd like to see as far as student programming, things like that. And we really go in depth with these budgets to make sure that we're spending student dollars in the most fiscally responsible way. That sounds like it can be difficult sometimes. Is that true? What is that like? Definitely. It can be difficult, especially um, I know in, the, in recent years and in upcoming years, we've kind of seen a decline in expected enrollment. Um, we're kind of under-realized in how many students that we thought were coming to U of O versus how many actually enrolled. And so we're really in a tight financial situation. But I will say in a tight financial situation, I've seen several departments, if not all departments, really step up and work with the budgets that they've been given and still manage to provide excellent services to students across campus. So what happens when a department is unhappy with their budget? Can they appeal it or anything like that? They can request an additional hearing um, with the committee and we can go more in depth further with them into the budget. However, um, like I said, in a tight financial situation like these, most departments are very understanding and they're able to kind of express those concerns during the budget hearing. So we're usually able to hash it out um, and make sure things are allocated in a fiscally responsible way, but also a way that appeases the departments during those budget hearings. So I know that this is this year especially is a tight financial year. Has how often does that sort of thing happen exactly? In the time that I've served on the committee, this is my third year as a member of the Department Finance Committee. Um, the first year we were able to allocate increases to several groups. Last year, um, for the most part, we froze um, the budget of every department. And so they worked with what they had from the previous fiscal year. And then this year, we're pretty much planning on doing the same thing. Um, we obviously have to hear from each department first during their budget hearing and really make sure that it, we're allocating dollars in a fiscally responsible way. But I'm imagining what it will look like is a similar freeze scenario. And then some departments actually requested a decrease in their budget because they no longer need certain funds um, as if they're no longer hosting certain events or maybe they have um, an opening in their staff. So we grant those decreases as well. And that really helps us allocate those dollars. Okay. This sounds like a lot of managing money for members of DFC. Do DFC officers need to have some sort of prior experience with that? It's not required. However, when students are choosing to run for these positions in the elections um, that take place in May, um, a lot of them are interested in these finance committee positions because they're interested in finance, accounting, business, um, things like that. My major personally is public relations but I also have a business minor, so I'm interested in finance. A lot of students just enjoy keeping their own personal budget, and so they enjoy working with departments as well. Um, so it is helpful, but it's not required by any means, and we have students from several different backgrounds across campus that do an amazing job. Yeah, going back to um, what your job is like, actually, as DFC chair, can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about what that's like? Yeah. So as the Department Finance Committee chair, um, I call to order and organize most of our meeting times and places. Um, we host meetings. I make sure that every student on the committee has a chance to be heard and vocalize their opinions. I work really closely with our vice chair, Melissa Liu. She's excellent. She does all of our minutes. She's very organized. Um, she's able to find times when the committee is all available to meet. And so then 
I also keep in contact with the departments, even if they're not my personal tag. I enjoy reaching out to them and making sure that if they have any questions or concerns, they can reach out to me and meet with me as well as a resource. Um, so I kind of do a little bit of everything, but it's really enjoyable. It's my third year on the committee. So I've had a lot of experience with these departments and I enjoy seeing them um, being able to grow and flourish and really serve students. So you've been on DFC for a really long time, three years. And I was just wondering what some of the challenges were with being in DFC. Some of the challenges that DFC encounters? Yeah, I think mainly the challenge that Department Finance Committee has encountered in the past few years is simply just working with tight budgets and making sure that we're doing our best to allocate those student dollars in the best way possible. Obviously, we want you know, to give everybody money that requests an increase so they can really expand the size of their department and service even more students. But sometimes we have to make tough decisions when there's not that much money to spread around. So it's been a tough kind of deciding where to allocate those dollars and what the best way possible is. However, over the past few years, I've really seen the members of our committee step up to the plate and make some wonderful decisions for students on this campus. Would you consider that the main challenge or are there some other challenges that are maybe just as pressing? I would say that the main challenge is the financial work and allocating those dollars in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. I was also wondering if on the flip side of that, you could tell us some of the more enjoyable things about being in DFC? I love being on the Department Finance Committee simply because the professional staff and students um, that are members of the departments that we work with are incredible. I've had several professional staff members and students um, reach out to us, spend time with us outside of the budget hearings, really get to know them, and it makes me feel more at home on this campus. And it also gives all of gives myself and the rest of the committee a sense of purpose on campus, and we feel like we can really help allocate student dollars in the best way possible and really provide for students on campus. So you mentioned before that this is going on a bit of a turn, but... Mm-hmm. You mentioned before that there are two officers from DFC who are Senate members and the rest are not Senate members. I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how um, DFC members are like elected or appointed or otherwise. You mentioned that one of them was appointed by the executive branch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So two of the six Department Finance Committee members are also senators. So myself and then Abdullah Al-Shabana are Senate seats nine and ten. Then the next three committee members are committee members at large. And then lastly, there is an exec appointed designee for the Department Finance Committee. And so five of the members would run during the general elections and then one would be appointed by the executive board. You came on onto ASUO then during your first year as a DFC member, it sounds like? Yes. My very first year on campus as a freshman, um, I ran in the elections and I was um, elected to serve on the Department Finance Committee. How was that like transitioning into that role? I was just curious just because I just realized that just now you must have been a freshman on DFC. Yeah. Um, Well, I was always involved in high school and student leadership. I was the president of our National Honor Society chapter and really involved in student government. And so I was really looking forward to finding a place where I could get involved here at the University of Oregon. And I felt like ASUO was a great fit. Were there any challenges with transitioning into the role? Had you done anything of the sort before? Um, in high school, I was the state vice president for a business and marketing organization called DECA. Okay, so you had some experience coming into Yes, that. so I had some financial experience, um, but it was really up to um, the people before me, like the chair when I was a, um, a sophomore, his name was Max Burns. He really taught me a lot about the ASUO, the Department Finance Committee, and just how to work as a leader and work with team members in general. So 
actually we're coming up onto the end of our time here, but mm-hmm. I was wondering if there was anything that we hadn't talked about that you wanted to discuss or mention or anything like that. I would just like to mention really quickly um, the list of departments that we serve. Um, There's not that many, but Accessible Education Center, Campus Zero Waste, the Committee for Musical Arts, Conflict Resolution Services, Forensics, the Holden Leadership Center, LGBTESSP, the Mills International Center, the Multicultural Center, Oregon Athletic Bands, Prison Education Committee, Safe Ride and DDS, Student Government Engagement and Success, University Theater and the Women's Center are all departments the Department Finance Committee works with. And so you can see that there's such a variety and they're also diverse. And so it's great getting to work with them because they help service all kinds of students on our campus. And I really think that every single student could benefit from being a member or attending events at one of these departments. So it's really a great feeling getting to work with all of them. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time to speak with us, especially during busy midterm season. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. All right. And thanks for listening. That was our sixth episode of ASUONU. Today, we talked about the Department Finance Committee, and I'm Ryan Wynn, the podcast editor for The Daily Emerald and a former ASUO reporter. If you have a burning question about the ASUO that you simply need to have answered, leave us a comment on SoundCloud or email podcast at dailyemerald.com. To hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to these episodes right here on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com. Thanks for listening.